Hello, this is Pastor Frank Julian coming to you on another podcast. And again, thrilled to know that people are listening and the statistics are coming in through SoundCloud. We have listeners all over the world. This is amazing to me because it just seemed to happen talking to my wife's friend, telling me her son-in-law can do a podcast. And I said, well, I'm interested in that. And, And that was in August. And here we are now in January, February, and, you know, about 3,000 people have listened or at least have listened to the broadcast. Maybe not 3,000 people, but 3,000 listens. So thank you for listening. And today I want to talk to you. Remember, it's about, uh, you know, like the title, the, the love, the prayers, the healing. And I want to talk to you about something that is really very, very interesting. But I want to remind you that, you know, I am a pastor, and I've pastored for 35 years, but I'm also a registered nurse, and I pastored and nursed concurrently, both at the same time for many of those years. And But sometimes I would minister in the nursing, and sometimes I would, uh, you know, I mean, I would, yeah, pastor in the nursing and nurse in the pastorate. <laughs> so I want to share with you about something that happened to me that still leaves me in awe, But I want to read our scripture, and it's from Philippians chapter 1, in verse number 22 through 24. But Paul speaking, he says, But if I am to live on in the flesh, uh, this will be a meaningful labor uh, for me. Yet I don't know what I should choose. Uh, I am in a difficult position uh, between heaven and man, having the desire to depart to be with Christ which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for your sake. Now, if you really have spiritual ears to hear what he's saying, he is talking about the power of our will. Uh, He could choose to go to be with heaven, or if need be, he could choose to stay. And I want to show this to you because I just felt the Lord wanted this broadcast because there is somebody out there who's watching someone uh, struggle. Either they're, they're, they're lost the will to live, maybe they're suicidal, or maybe they're on the verge of, of death. They're dying, and you've got to give them permission to die. You've got to tell them, it's okay, they can go, you're going to be all right. So let me share with you a couple of experiences that hopefully will help you to understand this thing about our will and the will to live versus the will to die. And I want you to maybe share this with somebody, especially if they're struggling with some basic life issues and they feel life is meaningless, purposeless, but God has a plan. If they will get back up again, a good man rises back up again, God will show them, but they have to fight. Maybe you just need to encourage someone. They don't give up. Fight. We need, it's more needful for you to stay with us than to go off and be with Jesus. Well, let me tell you what happened. My wife is also a registered nurse, Sister Peggy, and she was in home care, and this woman, this patient of hers was dying. And she happened to tell them that, you know, her husband was a minister, and, and they felt that they wanted me to do the funeral. And the lady had cancer. She was on hospice, and I was approached about it. And I said, you know, we're leaving for California. This was like um, just before New Year's, and we were leaving just after, or I think we actually left the day before New Year's, and we're going to be there for a week, and uh, the kids were younger, and we were going to go to the Rose Bowl Parade and all that stuff. 
So I said, I can't commit to do her funeral because she might be dead before I get home, and I just, I just don't want to, to do that. I said, if she's alive when I get home, I'll do it. So we had a wonderful vacation with our friends and their children and our children. And when I got home, Peggy made a call the next day, and sure enough, she was alive. And I said, wow, that lady has a will to live. So I went and met with her and her daughter, and we began to discuss what she wanted you know, in her funeral. And do you know that she died the next day? <laughs> I'm telling you, you can will to live and you can will to die. And I have to just tell you on a side note, she was Presbyterian. I've never done a Presbyterian funeral. I'm not Presbyterian. I was raised Catholic. I'm Pentecostal. So anyways, I went to the minister of their church, and he knew it was planned that I would do the funeral. And he said, you know, but we don't, do, we don't wear suits. You've got to wear a black robe. It's the only time in my ministry <laughs> that I've ever wore a black robe. And I had this big robe on, and it, my voice boomeranged into that big church. But there was this sensing that I was supposed to do this, and maybe this woman knew that her family needed to hear what I had to say or something. And sometimes there are mysteries, there are questions that we just don't understand. And I want to tell you, that spoke volumes to me, that this woman kept herself alive until I got home. I think she would have died sooner had I been home. I think that there are people listening that are saying, you know what, this, this so-and-so person of mine, you know, they, they need to let it go. You know, or on the other hand, they need to fight, use their will to live. But sometimes death can be sweet. And I want to share you another sweet story, though. As a nurse, I had a patient named Sam. I think it was Sam Smith. Many, many years ago, I was with the Cancer Foundation, and he was on hospice, and he had pancreatic cancer, and he was dying, and, and he didn't want any more treatment. And I was the visiting nurse. They didn't even have hospice back then. I worked for the Michigan Cancer Foundation. And the doctor turned him over to me, said, you know, just keep him comfortable. And so I would visit Sam at home, and he'd have the Christian station on. It turned out he was a Methodist deacon, and I asked him, you know, is he ready to meet the Lord? And he said, no, he had never given his heart to the Lord. And I prayed with him, and he asked Jesus into his heart. And then he went into a coma, and he was at the hospital. And then I was able to visit in the home, the clinic, the hospital. And I'd whisper in his ear, and I'd say, Sam, when you see Jesus, say hello for me. <laughs> Well, I was at Rounds one morning, and they skipped over his name. And I said, what happened to Sam? And they said, oh, he died. And I said, what time did he die? They said, four in the morning. All of a sudden, my mind went to another place because I wasn't married then. I was living at home in the basement, and I woke up at four in the morning. I never back then woke up in the middle of the night. Now I wake up in the middle of the night that I'm 65, and need to use the facilities. But I didn't wake up back then. And I said, what, what am I doing awake at four in the morning? So all I knew was to praise the Lord. I said, I'm going to praise God. And I went back to sleep. And the Lord said to me, as I said in those rounds, he said, while you were praising me, Sam was being, was praising, entering into the gates that I joined him in the spirit as he entered the gates of heaven. There's something about life and death, mysteries, but I encourage you, will to live or let someone go who needs to go, but you will see them again. Let me pray for you. Father, right now, give someone the strength to let one of their loved ones go or give them the strength to fight with someone to keep living and get the victory. 
And Father God, we commit all this unto you because it's a great mystery. We don't understand all of this. We look in and we only look through a, a mirror darkly. And may they look and somehow see what the plan is and what they're to do. And so we commit them to you in Jesus' name. And thank you for listening. Hope this spoke to you. Please tell a friend about the program. Send me a line at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Please tune in next week and tell a friend about the program.